The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Whoa, guns up, giddy up. Welcome to last call of the day. If you're tuning in for the first time, this is the Failure to Stop podcast channel, the number one show where police meet society and culture. Every Thursday, we drop the audio for Last Call, which is it's probably not the best show on the network, but it's the most important show, giving first responders, police officers, and veterans something else to talk about over the weekend other than dead babies and domestic violence. This is a live recording for just our paid subscribers, so they do get to see me on this fine Wednesday morning, and the rest of you just get to hear me on Thursday. If you want to be a paid subscriber, uh, I think you're, you can be. You just head over to the YouTubes on your laptop or desktop computer, and you can uh, join the uh, paid subscriber. You get to hang out with me before uh, and after the show, which I'll leave this show open. Um, nope, no, I won't leave it open. Next week, I'll be on before the show. We'll do all the chatting. Today's show is brought to you by GhostBed, GhostBed.com, and uh, Blue Chew, BlueChew.com, promo code Wolfpack. And uh, you'll probably need, as always, I don't know if you tuned into yesterday's true crime episode on Tuesday's episode. One of the best true crime episodes I think we've done. We've really had two of the best shows on Night Shift in the last two weeks. We had Ashley from 60 Days In, who gave us probably the worst story other than the Dennis Perkins case that Mike and I covered years ago, one of the worst cases that still sticks. With, I mean, like that is a story that will haunt me for, for a long time. As far as true crime goes, I'm glad this week that the suspect in that case was convicted of capital murder. And I, I guess we'll find out in October if, if this is going to be a death penalty case or not. Um, and then last night's case, uh, which is a very young case, it's less than 30 days old. And, uh, just a very strange, strange homicide that has not been solved yet. But I am, f I have full confidence that that one gets solved here very shortly. I think in that case that they already know who did it. It's just they're just building the case up uh, to come up with some some shocking news. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. That's not going to save your third marriage. No, baby, we got to talk about everything but the job. It's last call. What am I doing? What am I doing? A big silly goose over here. Uh, we got a lot on the table today. The book, for a, a quick update on the book, the women's, the girls are um, putting the book together uh, in, in such a way. By the way, the final man, manuscript will be out. Um, and so there's a lot of big news there. But the book's coming along. I, I, Andre Uplay and my wife are working so hard on this thing. It's, it's unbelievable. It's really cool to watch them. And uh, if you really want to bother them the next two days, if you're listening to this, uh, send him a DM. Send Andrea Uplate or A.H. Tansy a DM. Send it a selfie. Send a picture of a box of crap. Whatever. Just blow their phones up because it annoys them, and I'm an annoying guy. And I like to do that to my wife and my other co-host partner. So um, that's that's the, the news there. That's the scoop on the book. If you want to support the show, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Go follow our YouTube. As a matter of fact, Drew Breezy, we've started the whole new YouTube campaign thing where we're bringing twice as much content per week. Drew Breezy did a phenomenal breakdown, phenomenal breakdown on the Tucson, Arizona SWAT team uh, who used their police fur missile to take down a fugitive. Fugitive tried to shoot the fur missile and uh, ends up getting plugged gets uh, gets gets filled with lead and uh and he dies and uh he does a phenomenal breakdown of that so go over to youtube hit the like channel uh, like and subscribe and for the podcast leave us a rating and review and it'll be read on friday on our big case breakdowns every friday so make sure you go and hit that uh, like and review i hope everybody's doing well we got a lot of people in the live chat today tactic cool dude boom cold fleas austin murph 530 and Davey Murph 530 I'm uh, I'm gonna be honest with you because your screen name pops out into my brain I don't know who you are or what you are I don't even know what your pronouns are um but I use you as an example whenever I'm telling people about like I I don't know for whatever my like oh yeah Murph 50 says but I know that you've never said that I just use you because your screen name is embedded in my brain for some reason. So congratulations, Murph530, for being the uh, scapegoat 
But uh, Davey, it's good to see you, dude. Uh, and uh, the boys, uh, the boys are playing rugby. So anyway, that's enough of the chats today. It's the end of the world. It's the end of the world as we know it. Turn your radios up. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel like shit. Because everybody's drinking NyQuil or eating NyQuil chicken. It's the Sleepy Chicken Challenge on TikTok. Listen, if you're at the family barbecue this week and you don't bring this up, you're an asshole for not bringing it up because I think everybody wants to hear this shit. It's the most depressing thing on the entire planet. Nothing nothing makes me want to put a bullet in my brain more than reading dumb shit like that. This is why we're losing wars. This right here is why there are people that think the world is flat, why people don't support Anne Frank. It's bullshit. It's like when you as a society and culture decide to start soaking chicken in NyQuil for whatever stupid fucking reason, this is why you end up with people so dumb, so ridiculous, people who think the world's flat or people who think that Anne Frank didn't exist. Oh, it's almost too much for me. It's almost too much for me. The fact that the CDC has to put something out about this, this is why China deserves to beat us. I don't know if you've seen this, but China's doing these things like in gym class with like these like second graders where they dribble these basketballs and they pass the balls off to each other and it's like this whole synced uh, dancing basketball thing, like pure raw talent. Like we could not get a fucking senior high school class to do this. And they've got like second graders doing it. They're bouncing balls through their legs. You're doing all this crazy shit. But if you go, if you go to Instagram right now, and I only know this because my kids are competing competitively in skateboarding and yada, yada. But if you type in like skater kid, it's like 99% Asian because these Asian kids are, because now that skateboarding is an Olympic sport, the Asians are like, it's going to be ours. They've, they've already marked it as ours. And, because it's China and they're communists, they can, you know, turn their kids into like athlete, like slave athletes, athlete slaves, athletic slaves, I guess. I don't know what the right term is there. Um, you can help me out in the live chat. That'd be great. But uh, they, they take these kids and you know, they can, you know, it's a big controversy. They've been training these kids to be super uh, hyper competitive. But anyway, while they're doing that, our dumb fucking youth is soaking chicken in NyQuil. And I, I was like, how did this even start? Like, what asshole thought this was a good idea? Now, I like buttermilk chicken. My wife makes a very mean buttermilk chicken. That's where you take a whole chicken and you take buttermilk and a couple of different little spices and herbs and you marinate an entire chicken in buttermilk. It's a fa- fantastic way to do a rotisserie chicken. It's probably the best way. The skin comes out so crispy. So delicate. You you put it in a cast iron skillet and you fill the cast iron skillet with, with buttermilk as well. And then you put the cast iron skillet in the oven. I don't know why it has to be a cast iron skillet. I'm not a chef, but just do it. And you rotate it. I guess it was with the handle makes it easy to rotate the chicken. But let me tell you, that is the best way to do a rotisserie chicken. Some asshole decided that buttermilk rotisserie chicken wasn't good enough and Thought it was a good idea to take NyQuil, which it looks disgusting. So here's what the FDA says about it. He says, here's something you might not have expected to hear from the Food and Drug Administration. Don't cook your chicken in NyQuil. (laughs) I'm so glad that we need the FDA for this. Uh, Is warning that doing so could be dangerous and even fatal. Of course it could be fatal. You're cooking off medicine. Anytime you cook something off for a second, it becomes like 10 times. It's like it's distilled. Distilling is taking is is taking the essence of something and bringing a hundred percent of the essence of it to life. So if you have water that has 2% alcohol and you distill it, you're going to get a hundred percent of the 2%. So you have a hundred percent alcohol, not just watered down alcohol it becomes stronger. It becomes more potent. Imagine, imagine cooking NyQuil chicken, the steam coming off of this and having kids around. I mean, it's, you are, intensifying Tylenol essentially and sleep aids to the hundredth degree. Now, some guy did this. I don't know why he did it. Um, I read about it here shortly. It was originally a guy tweeted, he tweeted it, but he had no, he had no desire to, to make it go viral 
or anything like that. Uh, he just tweeted about making sleepy chicken. And again, I, I don't have the notes with me right in front of me and I apologize, but it doesn't matter. It ended up becoming a TikTok challenge. It's very simple. Remember the Tide Pod challenge in like 2016 or 2015? How ridiculous that was. And then we had the cinnamon challenge. And now we have the Nike. I personally hope that everybody that tries this, I hope they fucking die. I hope that they inhale the vapors of this Tylenol NyQuil stuff and I hope they fucking die because the world, do you know why you don't see any retarded lions in the jungle? You know why there aren't any? Because they eat those motherfuckers. They eat them. They're, they're, you, you can't have, we suffer, there needs to be, we need to go back to survival of the fittest. We People of this caliber, people at this level, people who think, that you can put chicken in NyQuil, cook it, and then eat it. If they think this is at all logical, they need to be eradicated from the earth. We don't need them here anymore. They bring nothing to the table. Zero, zilch, nothing. Let's be done with them. Also, people who don't like mayonnaise, put them in the same category. We don't need those people either. Rest in pieces, Mike. Uh... Let's go back to it here. Uh, the challenge sounds silly and unappetizing, and it is, the FBA, the FDA's news alert says, but it could also be very unsafe, you think? Boiling a medication can make it that much more concentrated and change its uh, properties in other ways. Even if you don't eat the chicken, inhaling the medication vapors while cooking could cause high levels um, of the drug to enter your body. And again, I go back to why, but... Uh, why is this a TikTok challenge? Like what? And and one, maybe it's not though. Like maybe it's just a TikTok joke and the FDA is taking it too seriously. But I feel like a safety brief doesn't exist or a policy doesn't exist unless somebody has fucked it up. And that's the reason why it's a policy. You know, we always had a saying back in the police department, just try to make it through your career without being on a policy. I myself have been on three policies. I was on the family ride along policy. Thanks to my mother and me getting my ass whooped, which is a story in the book. Family members aren't allowed to ride along in the Raleigh police department anymore. You cannot have a family member ride in your police car because of me. Uh, also they took all of the, uh, clicker things off of the city gas pumps. You know, when you pull the, the handle and you put the little thing out so that you don't have to hold on to it. So you don't get like carpal tunnel in your hands and you're, car just fills it up. I was doing that. I sat down to write a report. The gas pump finished. I kept writing the report and then a hot 911 call came out. I shut my door and I drove off with the gas nozzle still in my cop car. Now they have a policy that uh, you cannot use that at gas stations anymore. And if you're going to fill up with the city gas pumps, you don't even have the option because they've removed all those items from the gas pump. So um, and I'm not even going to tell you the third one. The third one goes to uh, uh, manufacturing alcohol while being a police officer. Can't be a distiller and be a police officer at the same time. Thank you, Eric Tanzi. Um, but somebody became this headline. Somebody did this, and that's why it's a headline. And that's why that's why we're losing wars. That's why China. What we're all going to be speaking Chinese in the next 20 years. Um. There has been, a set of, uh, by the way, Tylenol overdoses. There's been 56,000 emergency room visits and more than 400 deaths per year on Tylenol alone. Uh, globally, the toxicity is the second most common cause of acute liver failure uh, leading to liver transplant in the United States. It's people taking too much acetaminophen. And now we're boiling it, concentrating it, breathing it through our nostrils, in our kitchens, and then eating it, it's, it's, it's sleepy chicken. Like I've had Nashville chicken. By the way, Nashville chicken, fucking incredible. If you don't like Nashville chicken, go to hell. Nashville chicken is by far one of the coolest parts. I love Nashville as a town in general. I think if I had the option to go to Nashville or Vegas, I'd still go to Vegas. I'm just kidding. I probably would go to Nashville. I really, really, really enjoyed Nashville. I enjoy Vegas too, but I really enjoy Nashville. And... uh that old, what was it, like Big Black Jerry's Chicken or Big Jerry's Chicken? I don't know. It's a famous, it's a famous chicken spot. Um, and I love it. I, I, I love Nashville chicken. I don't know what this sleepy chicken is. I like the Lord's Chicken, Chick-fil-A. I like the Lord's Chicken. I like Nashville's Chicken. I like Buttermilk Chicken. I don't like NyQuil Chicken. 
That's where we're at today, guys. That's where we're at. Uh, Will Cray says, Nashville chicken makes him wet. Huh. Okay. All right. I like it. This is why I shouldn't have read the chats. I shouldn't have went back to the chats. I should have just stayed on course. Will Cray just threw me right off. Brittany Faulkner says, nothing fun comes out of Nashville. You're a liar. You're a, you're a liar, Brittany. So many fun things come out of... Uh, I could tell you some fun stories about Nashville, but I won't. Um, but what I will tell you is something else that you should be talking about at your family barbecue if you're a first responder, if you want to get your mind off of dead babies and domestic violence. And that's a woman unknowingly developed a romantic relationship with her brother. Hey, step bro. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it, dude. Uh, one, where has porn gone that we have all this stepbrother bullshit? Like, absolutely insane. I feel so bad for my kids. Like, what happened to, like, the good wholesome porn of the good 70s and 80s, you know? That good, that good wholesome pornogra- pornography. Now it's all, like, stepbrothers and stepbro, I'm stuck in the dryer. Who likes that shit? But this is a real life story. This isn't the porn version of the story. This is a real life story. A story of a woman who was an adopted female. The guy was adopted as well. Um, they were both adopted as babies. Years later, the duo met um, randomly. And uh, they were complete strangers. And they, they, had, uh, they had a nice history. Like, you know, they had a lot in common. They both were adopted. Uh, they were both orphans at one time. And I feel like if you're if you're if you're an orphan, you, you got a lot of stories to tell, you know, back in the day, back at the orphanage, uh, which by the way, my cousin's an orphan, her, uh, her mother and father both passed away at an early age, left her, her being an orphan. So I have lots of orphan jokes for her behalf. Um, she says, quote, we understood each other very fast. Well, yeah, this is a very game of Thrones story. We were attracted to each other quickly. That's creepy. That's weird. And that makes me think is like, you know, watching Game of Thrones and things like that. If it wasn't a thing, right? Do you think you could be attracted to your brother and sister? I don't have a sister, so I couldn't be attracted to a sister. And so that's why I have to ask. I feel like my kids would not be attracted to each other. Like if it was a non-taboo thing, I still don't think that they would be attracted to each other, but I don't know, right? We, we don't know. In this instance, it might prove me wrong that siblings could attract each other. I think it's very odd that they, they met each other and didn't know, but I think it's odd that they had an immediate attraction to each other. Uh, now she says, now I know that the comfort and familiarity is because he's my brother, not my half brother. He is my full brother, said the woman. She's, by the way, she's anonymous. The two have been in a relationship for the past six years. After learning about the truth, she actually feels relieved that they made a conscious decision of not wanting kids, yet as it could have made their situation more complex. The woman got to know about the truth when the duo signed up for a DNA testing to learn more about their ancestry because they're both adopted. Why wouldn't you want to know? The couple was excited to discover about their past, but the result left the two of them stumped what do you do what do you do at that point do you cut it off do you say goodbye did you just end it i feel like we just call it quits we just be like yeah we are uh we never talk about this again we shake hands i even say we go as far as just go in several ways maybe maybe a birthday card maybe a christmas card that's it but we we gotta we gotta separate like i love my wife more than anything in the world but if I found out she was my biological sister, which would be even more weird because we do have kids, I'd still be out. I'd still leave. I'd leave her with all the four kids. I'd give her the house. I'd do the right thing. I'd give her the four kids. I'd give her the house. I'd give her the dog. I'd give her all the bills. I'd give her the businesses. I would leave. I would do the honorable thing and I would run to Mexico. Find me a Mexican lover. That there's no way she could be my brother or sister because I'm in no way Mexican and I've already done my DNA test and there is no Mexican inside of me. And then I would be a noble guy living, living it up probably in Tijuana, um, living off of, you know, like modest five grand. I'd take that with me and I'd turn that five grand very quickly into more money. Um, 
which I would then blow on a cocaine habit, which would lead me to a comeback hero story. And I would have the best book of all time on top of the book that I've already written. It would just be a whole nother book about my life uh, being defiled in Mexico. Um, I don't, but I, I don't think I could continue a relationship knowing she was my biological sister. That's just me. I don't know. Hit me up um, on the last call Instagram page. Let me know what you think. Let me know that, uh, you know, if you got the hots for your sister, it's anonymous. Of course it's anonymous. I won't, I won't post that on the story at all. If you are or are not attracted to your sister. Um, what if it was a cousin? How far do you go? I mean, could you make a cousin work? Maybe an aunt? Hmm? I don't know. Uh, the Reddit user has decided to get a retest to confirm the result. While explaining their bizarre situation, the woman said that currently the two are living a comfortable life in a house that they share, but the test has left them both panicked. Well, yeah, no shit. Um, I'm actually, I'll just read the whole, I'm going to read the whole Reddit post. Because I feel like if you're at the barbecue, they're going to want to know. Like, I don't want them to, I don't want you to just go on my word that this happened. I'll read the uh, Reddit post. This is from r forward slash off my chest. Posted by you forward slash let's sin with. <laughs> let's sin with. Uh, I just found out that I have been dating my biological brother for six years. I am 30 and my brother is 32. I am just going to call him my boyfriend for the majority of the time. While I typed this, I feel weird about this. I was adopted as a baby, but I didn't know that I was adopted until I was in high school. It di I didn't feel betrayed or care much. I love my parents and my parents love me. Who cares if they aren't my real parents? Sounds like, sounds like something somebody would say that wishes they knew their real parents. My boyfriend was also adopted. When we met, it was one of the things we sort of bonded over. We both didn't learn we were adopted until high school, and we both were lucky and had good families. We weren't passed around from foster home to foster home. Our relationship was and still is great. We understood each other very fast. We were attracted to each other quickly. See, that's where I think is kind of creepy. I've never met someone, and not, not like creepy because I'm kink shaming here, because they didn't know. But like, is that a thing? Like, is that like a Freudian thing where you're actually could be attracted to your sister? Again, I don't have a sister. So I don't know. I'm just asking. Not my half brother. He is my full brother. We've done everything a couple that has been together for six years could do. I, not everything. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Mike has never lived in sin. So, uh, and he was, I don't, I don't know all the details about Mike's love life, but I would, it's probably more probable than not. He, he's never lived in sin. So, um, is it everything a couple that has been doing for six years? I'm guessing that she's not talking about Mike's context here. I don't think that she's, I, I think it's more probable than not that she's probably uh, living in sin at this point. I think she's, she's trying to say that they have had sex. We've said we love each other. Oh no, here it goes. We've said we love each other. We've had sex. We've celebrated anniversaries. We've met each other's families. I'm just glad we both agreed early on that we didn't want to have kids. So that never happened. I don't want to deal with health risk and have to raise a child to know that their parents are siblings, which means they're not going to end this relationship. I discovered it when we did the DNA test thing to see our ancestry and what exactly we are. I ordered two for us. We split in the tube. We spit in the tube and sent it out. It, looked, it took about a month and the results came back and I was excited to see what we were. But before I could even get to that, I saw that we were siblings. I was shocked to say the least. I only just found out this information and I haven't told my boyfriend. I'm really hoping they made a mistake, but things are kind of starting to always, things are starting to make sense to me now. We always get the, you guys look so much alike or He's the male version of you. Long before this test, we've always gotten compared. We always just laughed it off, but I have spent the morning looking at pictures of us together and realizing that we really do look so much alike. It's freaking me out, and I don't know what I should do. I still love my boyfriend slash brother, and we have been together for six years. We have a house together and a whole comfortable life. I'm hoping that this test is wrong, and we'll do a real test soon, but I'm panicking I still see him as the love of my life. 
I posted this the other day, but since then I showed him the results and he realized that we are siblings. He doesn't want to freak out or make any big decisions until we get a real test somewhere. But I can tell he is freaked out. And it is way odd laying in bed next to him. I bet you that is some of the freakiest sex of all time. Like once you find out that that's your biological brother or sister, and then you have that talk, I wonder, I wonder if they're still going hard in the paint. And if you make that decision, you've got to commit. Like, wow. Either it's the worst in the world or it's the best. I don't know. That is too much. That is too much. That is too much. Tentacle Dude says, what was weird is when we met for the first time due to the parents, my dad could tell right away from how I acted what had happened. Luckily, they didn't date long. Um, wow. Oh, he's talking about dating somebody's parents. You know, I've always said that. I always teased, um, I always tease Andrea. I always say like, what would happen if my wife, you know, died or whatever and, and me and the kids, we, you know, we moved off somewhere and I met this older female and Andrea being one of you know my wife's closest friends, I want her to meet the new woman that I'm dating because I never met Andrea's mother. And then I bring her over for dinner and then we didn't know, but it's Andrea's mom. And I've been with her mom for like the last five or six months. Like what would she do? Um, and I always think that's a fun game to play. But uh, yeah, Will Cray says Wolf is right. Oof. Uh Tactical dude says, yeah, a girl I had a thing with in high school five years later, her mom and my dad dated for a little while. We didn't meet until later, and then I realized. And that would be a creepy thing, too. Like, what if you fall in love with a girl and then your dad falls in love with the mom? I'm sure that's happened. Like, I'm sure that that's been a thing. And then, you know, listen, before you shut this show off, because you're like, what kind of fucked up shit did I just roll into? This is exactly what people want to talk about at your barbecue. They would much rather you be like, yo, what if... What if you were in love with a girl and then your dad fell in love with her mom? What happens next? And then you can have an amazing fun debate that nobody's going to get pissed off and like walk out of the barbecue with. Like you start debating defunding the police, you're going to cause enemies. Nobody's going to be enemies over debating on what to do if your dad starts dating your girlfriend's mom. Uh, Tactical Dude says, my mom died when I was a kid and her dad died when she was 15. Wow, that's a lot in common. It got fucking dark really quick. Uh, <laughs> can you tap in with the stepmom? Mm, what are you doing, stepbrother? What are you doing? Moving on. Moving on. What are you dressing up for Halloween? I can already tell you, I haven't even cracked into this article, but we're going to go over the top Halloween costumes of 2022 it's halloween's coming if you haven't picked out your costume now's the time you guys are thinking about it my wife and i have won i think four four halloween costume contests in the uh, 10 years that we've we've been together um we usually do a really good job i'll tell you right now without even looking at the article i bet you the number one thing for women is going to be the sanderson sisters or like a sluttier version of the sanderson sisters i'll tell you a funny halloween story i was a cop uh, on Halloween night, one of my cop buddies was actually working and asked if I could pick him up on Glenwood, which Glenwood in Raleigh is like one of the, uh, it's like the main strip for Halloween. Thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands of people flood Glenwood in their costumes. They close down the streets, you know, similar to what they do in Nashville. And, uh, everybody's hanging out and having a good time. Well, he called one night and said, Hey, are you on shift? I said, yeah. And he's like, can you use your blue lights and sirens? Get into downtown for me. And pick us up at such and such bar and get me home because we're ready to go back to the house. I just met this rando. So we met, met a rando chick. Uh, she was, he was, I don't know what he was dressed up as, but she was dressed up as some kind of like naughty, like maid type thing. She was kind of like a cute, uh, like a cute murderish maid, like a zombie maid. Maybe like a, maybe like a sexier version of the maid from uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. And, and so I pick them up and, and, and so I have to use my sirens to get through the crowd to get, you know, past all the traffic. And that's one of the perks of being a cop. But while I'm doing this, the crowd around my car starts cheering very loudly. People are screaming, hooting and hollering. And it can't be because of my loud ass annoying siren. And I'm like, what are they doing? I look at my review mirror. She's got her breast pasted up against the bars of the window, flashing all again, Glenwood. 
And I was like, yo, you've got to get your girl. You got to get your girl on check. I'm going to get fired. What the fuck is she doing? Um, there you go. There's my, my fun Halloween story. But I know that the Sanderson sisters has got to be a thing. If I was going to be, uh, if, if I wanted my wife, if, if, if I got a choice of what my wife dressed up, I would say I wanted her to, to dress up as the uh, Sarah, the, uh, the Sarah Jessica Parker Sanderson sister. I don't like I don't like uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. I don't think she's necessarily attractive. Good actress, probably a good person. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know anything about her personally, so I don't want to speak about her personally. Uh, I'm just not attracted to her at all. But I'm totally attracted to that character. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Call me crazy. A little bit attracted to that character. Um, but let me go through these. Let's see what the uh, the top ten is according to the Daily. Uh, here are the top 10, uh, stranger things, the 11 geometric romper. My kids are really into stranger thing. My, my five-year-old wants to be a Demogorgon. I don't know what that is cause I haven't seen it, but I think it's funny when a five-year-old says, dad, I want to be a Demogorgon for Halloween. I probably should look up what a Demogorgon is and see if it's even possible, but I think his mind and his heart is set on it. Number two, Adult Elvis. Elvis is coming back. Have you seen the new movie, Elvis? Tom Hanks is in it. It's okay. It's okay. It's not It's not great. Uh, American Psycho, baby. Number three. Coming in at number three, American Psycho. How is that a thing? How is that coming back? I haven't seen any references to that movie. Are they making a new American Psycho? They better not. There's no way they can make a better American Psycho. There's just no way. Christian Bale absolutely murders American Psycho. And best opening line, aside from Way of the Gun, best opening to a movie is American Psycho. Top Gun. Top Gun's back. Um, if you want to be a fly boy. And number four, Inventing Anna. Anna Delivery Cosplay Costume. I don't know what Inventing Anna is. Does anybody know what inventing Anna is in the chats? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I hear you, Bosco, in the chats talking about uh, um, Yellowstone. I don't, that would be a fun costume, a little cowboy action there. Um, but no, it's not even typing it. Number five on the list is Harley Quinn. Are we not past Harley Quinn yet? Are we not over that? I feel like that was a couple of years ago. I feel like that was a, a 2020 thing. Uh, Avril Lavigne is a trending Halloween costume and it's just a punk rock corset. Punk rock lives on albums like let go or under my skin evoke early two thousands nostalgia. The costume is growing in popularity. Get the Avril inspired outfit from Etsy to prove teenage punk was not just a stage. I think if they want to be more creative in that article, they said, Prove teenage punks not dead. That's what they should have said. Um, the Hocus Pocus tween Danny Dennison costume is is uh, is behind that one at seven or six. Euphoria cheerleading outfit. Euphoria has made its mark on contemporary pop culture with Maddie and Cassie as the dynamic high school BFF duo. I guess that's why I don't know anything about it. Um, the Hobbit Gandalf is back. Yep, there you go. There's your top. I guess what is that? Top eight. Top eight Halloween costumes of 2022. You heard it here. I would recommend you not be any of those. I don't, I don't, I don't none of those appeal to me at all. I don't want to see any of you in there, but I do want to see your Halloween costumes. So when it comes time, if you're not on that last call on Instagram, I want to see your Halloween costumes. I want to see what your kids are dressed up as. If you you better take it. Here's a, let me go on a, let me get on the soapbox real quick. If you're an adult and you have kids and you're prioritizing your adult Halloween party over what your kids are doing for Halloween, fuck you. This isn't about you. This is about your kids. And we know the, de, the debauchery that goes on at the adult Halloweens. Just stop it. Just stop. Take your kids out trick or treat. Make your kids Halloween the priority. I'm not saying you can't go to the Halloween adult party, but do not, do not make it take away from your kids Halloween or make it not a party. Do not plan your kids Halloween around the party. You plan the party around your kids Halloween because it is about the children on Halloween. And I think, you know, in this selfish adult culture that we're in where it's all about me, 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 me. I want to be successful. I want to be this. I want to party. I want to have a good time. 
Uh, just stop. Halloween is about the kids. Prioritize going trick-or-treating. Make it a family moment. Do the bonfire. Do the trick-or-treating thing, man. Like, decorate your house with your kids. Do Take your kids trick-or-treating. Give out the candy. Watch a scary movie. Take your kids to the Halloween parties. Let your kids enjoy Halloween. And then you have those short periods of time in your 20s when you don't have kids that you can go, you know, walk around Glenwood or Nashville and, and be a slutty nurse or, you know, uh, you know, be a, a smart ass where you paint your, you put a crack down the center of your forehead and you look like a butt and you call yourself a smart ass. Like in a, that would be a fun costume. I think it's a very funny costume, but that's when you get to be creative. So prioritize your kids. Let's look at the best movies really quick before we jump out of here. The number one movies for Halloween this year. Bosco says he's going as a cowboy or Captain America. Why not do both? Why not do a cowboy Captain America? That's what I would like to see you as Bosco. I want you to make that happen. And when anybody asks who you are or what you are, you say, I'm a cowboy Captain America. And I want to see a picture of it. I think that would be the best, uh, best one ever. Uh, let me know what you're going to be though. If you, if you already know what you're going to be, Hit me up in the the chats right now. And uh, when I get done talking about these awesome new movies that are streaming that are coming out that we cannot miss, there's some baller ones, some really good ones, actually, ones I'm really excited about. Um, Let me know in the chats what you want to be for Halloween. And we'll go over that as the last part of the episode. Again, today's episode is brought to you by Ghostbed. Ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. Sleep so good it's scary. Uh, it won't get any more scary than that for Halloween. Um, and bluechew.com. So when you are super scared and you're not in the mood because, uh, because your wife dressed up as Sarah Jessica Parker and she nailed it, she nailed it. And you realize really quickly that you're not attracted to Sarah Jessica Parker either. Or you found out that your wife is your sister. You can pop a blue chew and work right through all those problems span about four hours go and take the online survey today um don't worry about getting hard mate that should not be something that's not with not with 2022 uh not with 22 technology we all have stressors of the jobs we're all first responders that listen to the show majority there's just times that we're not in the mood you don't want the fire in the bedroom to die uh i have a i i think the reason why my wife and i um hit it off so well is because we're very sexually active and, um, with each other and, uh, and you got to keep that fire alive. And, and if you're in that, and I went through a period, I went through a period of some critical incidents back to back in the police department that, uh, that I had to work really hard through. I didn't have blue chew to work through it. Um, and, and I'm a big, uh, I'm a big proponent of fighting through things without using medications. But if you're in that, you know, if you're that guy that doesn't have that kind of motivation that, that some have, or the intestinal fortitude, whatever you want to call it, I'm not, I'm not shaming you at all. Um, if your wife's not in the mood, if your wife's in the mood and you're not, you can't pass that off. You've got to keep that fire alive. Blue Chew just makes that possible. All right, here's the 22 best movies. I'm not going to go through the whole 22 because um, I don't need to. But here's one that I am going to watch. It's on Showtime. It's called X. And it's Ty West's X. It's uh, paying homage to the 1970s slasher classic on the best new horror movie of 2022. is being uh, held as so it couldn't be arriving at a better time streaming on Halloween right now, but the film follows the production of an amateur porn movie on a remote farm where the members of the cast and crew meet a grisly fate from variety's review. It's a movie made with genuine mood and skill and flavor. Your average chainsaw knockoff never seems remotely like a movie from the grainy outlaw seventies. It is rather contempo product that feels like product. But X, set in 1979, actually achieves the look and atmosphere of 1979. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm, that is my kind of movie. I'm definitely going to watch it. I like slashers. I like horrors. Now, here's one that I'm going to watch because it has the Hills Have Eyes kind of feel to it. It's got Viggo Morganson. He was in Way of... I'm uh, not Way of the Gun. He was in... Um, History of Violence, uh, a couple other movies. I love that movie, History of Violence. By the way, there's a great cheerleading outfit in that movie. If you want to be a cheerleader for Halloween, you need some inspiration. But this is a throwback to uh, a squeamish, 
horror film. Uh, it's a real gut twister. It says, um, let's see here. Uh, trying to get to the review. The movie debuted and has a great deal of buzz at the Cannes Film Festival. Set in a world where humans grow multiple organs, the film stars Viggo Morganson and Lee Sedu as a couple who makes a living off a style of street performance where they openly remove extra organs from their body. All right, here's what the reviews say. Most filmmakers who want to unsettle you in a horror movie will reach for a familiar set of tools, slashers, demons, shocks, cuts, soundtracks that go boom in the night. But Crimes of the Future, which is the name of this movie, is out to provoke and disturb us with something far more traumatic than mere monsters. It will prove too, extre too extreme for most viewers, but one reason the film is extreme is that it's mirrored in fears that most of them have long looked past. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, another good movie looks like it's coming out is called, which looks more like a chick flick, something to watch with your uh, significant other comes out on October 28th on Hulu. It stars at noon. A young American journalist stranded in present day Nicaragua falls for an enigmatic Englishman who seems like her best chance of escape. She soon realizes though, that he may be in even greater danger than she is. Claire Dennis directs this erotic romance thriller that won the Grand Prix 22. So this is a, you know, those erotic thrillers. My wife's really into those. Um, and they're fun to watch together. Get a nice little bottle of wine, get some chocolate. Take a sip of water. And uh, yeah, talking for an hour, by the way, it's not as easy as it looks, but it's definitely okay. Uh, I got two more that I want to see. This one comes out on October 7th. So, um, just in two days, <clears throat> Catherine called birdie. This has the chick from <clears throat> game of Thrones. She's the real young girl. That's a warrior. She's like a knight. She's kind of a badass. She goes all the way through the end. Um, Catherine called birdie Lena Dunham's 13th century coming of age comedy about a 14 year old girl who rebels against her father's plan to marry her off was named a Variety's critic pick of the Tornado International Film Festival. The comedic genius behind Girls has found a fresh application for her voice, making a delightful film for girls, the review reads. Leave it to Dunham to deliver what's been missing from the field of princess movies all these years, namely the permission of young women to be themselves regardless of what their parents or patriarchy might think. Ah, probably should have read that review more. It might be a fun one. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't really like movies so much where the kids disobey the parents because I feel like in real life, it sets it sets kids up for failure because they think they can just be disobedient without context. Usually doesn't work out nor. But um, man, there's some really there's some other really good movies coming out too. Man, uh, the Good Nurse looks pretty good. Here's one is a remake. This is the one that I I, I will definitely be a must see. And then I'm going to go back to the chats and talk about your Halloween costumes. All Quiet on the Western Front comes out October 28th. Next, it's a Netflix original. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front is understood to be among the biggest budgeted films to ever come out of Germany. Former Washington Post journalist Ian Stokel and producer and actor Leslie Patterson penned the script, which is based on the classic novel about World War I by former German infantryman Erich Mary. I, it's fucking German, I can't say it. Whose story follows teenage Paul Bomer uh, and his friends Albert and Mueller as a voluntary enlist in the German army. The boys wave the patriotic favor fervor quickly dissipates once they face the brutal realities of life on the front. Daniel Bruce stars in the film, which is made chosen by Germany as the country's official selection for the international. Now, I don't know if this is, they're just coming out. Like it's just, it's the original and the original is coming out on the Netflix or if this is a new all quiet on the Western font. It looks new. It doesn't look like the same guy. I might be wrong on this. Either way, I'm going to watch it because I really did like all, all, all quiet on the Western front. No, this one's new because the original All Quiet on the Western Front had um, had Homeboy from uh, not Little House on the Prairie. I can't remember the name of that movie or that TV series. Uh, you remember we said goodnight to each other at the end? Goodnight, John Boy. It was All Quiet on the Western Front, was it not? All right, let's go to the chats. Um, all right, who's dressing up for what for Halloween right before we get out of here? Uh, this is a lot of chat. All I wanted was uh, was what you're coming for up for for Halloween. Put it in there right now. I just need one word, one word of what you're going to be for Halloween. 
I can't go back through all this 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 chatter. There's too much chatter. I can't find. I, I will say that M34T Potato155 says Blue Chew to the rescue in that scenario. I don't know what scenario you guys are talking about in the chat. All right. Well, I thought you guys were going to. Okay. So somebody says they're going to be Donald Trump. It could be funny. I want to see a picture of it. I'm going to go as Biden and forget my family and get lost in downtown Chico. That's pretty funny. Um, well, uh, other than that, nobody's saying anything. Oh, Batwoman. Will Craig's going as Slipknot guy. Uh, Hydra Man Blue's going as Pregante. Tata Cool Dude says he's going as Skate Daddy Transy. That would be a hard one to pull off. It wouldn't be a hard one to pull off, but it would be a fun one. If somebody dresses up as me for Halloween, I'll know I've made it. I'll know I have made it in life. I don't know what I'm going to be for Halloween. I will go. Okay. I'll tell you what. I'll go on last call today, right now, head over to last call uh, and start sending pictures of, send me messages of your past Halloween costumes. I'm going to put up right now the four winners the the four top halloween costumes that my wife and i won contest i'll give you a hint one of them i, I dressed up as frankfurter a transsexual transvestite from transylvania um which is not how i got my name transy but um uh another one says i'm going as biden for now because i already forgot my original plan <laughs> bone cold flees austin says he's gone at himself that's shocking that's that's disturbing don't go as yourself that's too scary the kids won't enjoy it um i want somebody to go as i want somebody to go as casey anthony that would be that would be funny and you just walk around with a baby and a chloroform rag because she totally murdered kaylee anthony yeah, that's a wicked bitch. I genuinely don't like her. I genuinely, I, I, I almost get sick to my stomach when I think about Casey. Anthony. That's why I put her picture behind me. She's always watching. She's always judging. That's a, that's a wicked bitch. That is a wicked bitch. And the, for the cop that's dating her or was dating her, get fucked on me. Like you're an embarrassment to all of us and the badge. Like you're fucking dirtbag. Nobody's proud of you. Like, I know that in joking, we might say like, yeah, that guy's awesome. No, but like in our hearts, we think that you're a piece of shit. So, um, Murph 530 says, all you have to do is carry around a baby doll wrapped in a tarp. Yeah. I mean, it's true. It's true. I mean, I, I, a hundred percent believe that she killed that baby. I don't think her dad, I think her dad's a huge piece of shit. I think her mom's a huge piece of shit. I think her whole family's a piece of shit, which is why she inevitably was a piece of shit but i think she killed that child 100 percent. well guys uh that is it for last call today i hope we gave you all the things to talk about over the weekend other than dead babies and domestic violence i want to see your halloween costumes get ready for tomorrow's breakdown it's going to be nuts go subscribe to our youtube channel lots more content coming um if you're not following my family channel you can go find tansy fam my kids are now officially sponsored by Yoka Her Skateboards. If you want to get your child into skateboarding, um, you can go check out my kid's YouTube channel called Tansy Fam. He's got some how-to Ollie videos, some skate park reviews. There's going to be a lot more content coming out on Tansy Fam's YouTube channel. There's also going to be a lot more content coming out on Tansy Fam, which is just my kid's skateboarding channel. Um, if you want to inspire your kids, um, then let them follow my kids because uh, my kids are doing a pretty fucking amazing job at life right now, and I'm so proud of them. Uh, and I couldn't be more proud of them. And I'm glad that they have a, a great mother. Hydra Man Blue real quick says, I want to make some bloody looking vinyl gloves with two fingers messed up and have a uh, proctologist name tag. Oh, he's going to be a, that would be a good one. Um, John Dillinger, somebody says, uh, my bar manager last year went as Edgar Allan Ho. So she went as a Ho, but then her face was Edgar Allan Poe. So she went as Edgar Allan Ho, which I thought was, was very creative and very funny. I really like that one. Um, but you guys are dark as fuck. There's some more Casey Anthony jokes in there. Uh, absolutely dark. That's why I love every single one of you. And, you know, dark humor is a lifesaver. It's better than killing yourself. By the way, don't fucking kill yourself. Uh, another one of our friends uh, close to us uh, committed suicide in front of a fire station this week. Uh, yesterday, I think it was. Yeah, day before yesterday. Uh, don't do that. Don't fucking do that reach out to somebody. Listen, I, I respond to almost every message that comes through failure to stop last call and Eric Tanzi. 
I spend two hours when I wake up in the morning responding to messages. I spend two hours before I go to bed responding to messages. So reach out to somebody. I guarantee you that anybody in the Wolfpack, you could reach out to just just pick one. Scroll down the Wolfpack. Scroll down somebody. Anybody picked one and send them a private message that you want to hurt yourself and that you need to talk and they will talk you through it because that's the way the Wolfpack works, man. Uh, don't fucking kill yourself um, or you'll really, really, you really disappoint me. And if you think that you're a disappointment to this world, nothing will disappoint me more than you hurting yourself or somebody else because you are having a hard time dealing with your problems. Look, if you can't deal with your problems, let somebody else deal with them. Give it up. If you can't get a hard on, leave it to Bluetooth. If you can't sleep, leave it to Ghostbed. Hire people to do things for you that you cannot do yourself. Quit trying to do all of it. Quit trying to take care of your family Take care of your mental health. Take care of your grandmother's mental health. Sometimes you got to put that shit on other people. Sometimes you got to rely on other people. There's no shame in that. Cowboy Captain America would do that. He leaned on. Cowboy Captain America didn't do it all himself. I mean, he he linked up with Iron Man. He linked up with all these other people. None of these guys do it themselves. Okay? You don't have to do it yourself either. Um... Thank you guys for tuning in. I, it's been another wonderful last call. This really is my favorite show. I like to hang out with you next week. Be in this live chat at like 11 and I'll hang out with you guys. We'll shoot the breeze before we get going on the show. And I hope that you guys have lots of things to talk about this weekend other than dead babies. Be a leader. Be a leader of your group. Show up to the weekend without wearing your first responder t-shirt. Your thin blue line. Turn it off. Take your family out for dinner. Do something spontaneous. Start planning your Halloween. Do all the fucking things to be a good human being this weekend um and send us pictures man i want to i haven't i know i haven't done that a lot i've been working a lot on the book but um let's go hard today on last call and let's take it all the way through the weekend i want to see lots of halloween past pictures leading up it might inspire somebody to do something for their halloween i want to see parties i want to see costumes i want to see all the things um and listen, you want to send your sexy costume? Go ahead. If you're a dude and you want to send your sexy costume, go ahead. My wife monitors the count. So just know that you're being judged by a woman who's way smarter and way better than you. So whatever you post is going to be judged in her eyes. And she's a kink shamer. FYI. I know I don't kink shame, but she's a kink shamer. But uh, no, guys, send us your stuff. And thank you so much for being a paid member. Um and, and, and for subscribing and hanging out backstage with me and, and being on this show with me. Absolutely love every single one of you guys. And if you're not a paid member and you want to be, get into our Discord. I promise you guys that that Discord, I mean, I pop in and out of it. And I, I do read a lot of what you say, but I haven't responded just because I, I just, time is of the essence. But I do read everything that you guys are saying in that Discord and respond when I can. Um, but with the Discord's really going to come in handy with this whole book thing. And when we do our little um, morale tour coming up, Drew Breezy is going to be a big part of that as well. So you're not going to want to miss out on that. We're also going to put together another meetup before before Christmas. I don't know. Maybe we might do like a might do like a Tampa, Florida meetup. But now that it got ravaged by the hurricane, I'm not sure. Uh, we might do maybe maybe do a Nashville might do a Nashville meetup. So if you want to to if you're interested in doing a Nashville meetup that is pretty central to a lot of our Texas listeners, to a lot of our Kentucky listeners, Ohio, some of the surrounding states, Georgia, it's kind of like a central location. So um, go ahead and start planning in the fall winter months a Nashville trip. Until next time, guys. Guns up, giddy up. Until next time, cheers.